So anyway, I drive to work and I pretend that I'm driving in a sports car. And that to me just like gets me in the mindset of, yes, I've made it. Yes, I am boss at my job and I'll do really well today. Hey guys, welcome to the Coco and Cat Show. We touch on business ideas, mistakes, and successes from our own experiences as millennials just trying to figure it out. We are so excited to have you on this journey. Life is seriously the best game of all. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to Millennial Mayhem, which is the new name that we have decided to call this podcast. Yes, we thought Coco and Cat Show... We've redefined it, rebranded it, and it is Millennial Mayhem. Which we think describes the podcast a little bit better because it feels a bit mayhem in the business world when you are a baby coming into the space and you don't have a lot of guidance on it. So, I mean, that's how I felt personally, but I think Millennial Mayhem is a really nice, really nice name. Yeah, so that's based off the feedback that we got from Stephanie and Pip. Uh, Thought that Millennial Mayhem is such a strong thing. And, and like has sort of talked about then, why not go for it? Hmm, I think it's a really good idea. Thank yes. you. That's all right. So Kaz, what are we going to talk about today? Tell yeah. me, tell the listeners, let's get involved. It is Thursday night, 6 p.m. Let go. Okay. We've got a so, new mic, by the way, so just bear with us. Yes, it might be really loud. I have a feeling it's going to be really loud, but we'll try and audio edit that out and make it a bit softer. Any audio editors out there, please get in touch because we would like someone to do it for us. Okay, so guys, today uh, I have a topic that's pretty close to home because I don't talk about an aspect of it a lot, um, but it is about elevating different parts of your personality to not, not necessarily manipulate situations, but to make them go a little bit better. And I'll explain it a little bit better in a moment, but because that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But for me personally, when I'm going into different situations in my life, like going to work or going to parties or going to a friend's house or going to meet my boyfriend's parents, you have to put on these different hats. I don't know if you feel anything different there, Coco, but I feel that I have to put on these different hats because I want to elevate the best parts of myself for that situation. Yeah, and I definitely, I totally agree. And I think that came down for me with sport is when you cross that white line, Mm. whether it is cricket, soccer, athletics, when you're on the field, you're a different person. You know, you can be an animal on the field, you come off, you could be a drunk. Mm. But that's, I can definitely see that similarity within business. And it's a great topic to get involved with because I know a lot of sports people do that and you know, some of them are very successful business people. Yeah, not 100%. And actually, that is a good leeway onto why I thought this would be a really good topic to talk to because I listened to a podcast a while ago about a man who used to play NRL. And when I find his name, I was searching endlessly for his name in the podcast that I listened to um, before, but I couldn't find it. So I'll try and find his name and put it in the link in the description to the podcast. But he um, has, he used to be an NRL coach and is now turned business coach. Um, and really, uh, and he studied psychology and knows a lot about the mind and playing mental games with yourself to elevate you. So he was a player, you. not a coach? He was a player. Yeah. 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 Um, did I say coach? Yeah. Oh, he was an NRL player, but now has turned business coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so he studied psychology and is now, um, a real spokesperson for bosses. 
um, like CEOs of companies that really need to step up um, and start leading teams when they haven't needed to do that before. So he was a really interesting person to talk to and he was explaining that when he was playing NRL, he would um, find player cards of the his favourite players. So his favourite... Um, his favorite I don't know anything about NRL but his favorite sprinter he would put the player card of his favorite sprinter in his like socks and before he went on the pitch he'd say I'm gonna sprint I I have the legs of this favorite this favorite sprinter Mm -hmm. or if he um, was feeling a bit weak that day and he wanted to get stronger and push forward through the players he would put his favorite you're going to have to help me out with this. I don't know. I just His don't... favourite cards in... No, the NRL player that like wears the big puffy shoulders and he pushes through people. Doesn't He's not happen, a quarterback? That doesn't happen in NRL. Are NRL. you talking about... NFL? NFL. <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to just keep moving forward. Guys, I'm so sorry. I just don't look at sport. Anyway, NFL. It's American. American NFL. I thought it was NRL. Go on. So anyway, so this player of this sport used these player cards in his different parts of his uniform to help push him forward and have the best parts of the players that he wanted to portray. So for me, um, I don't necessarily do that, but there are different parts of my life where I really need to dive deep into myself and pull forward the bits that are going to help me in that situation. Um, there was a moment in particular that I really learned to try and do this was at my old work, we had lots of clients. And in one of the meetings, I had this client and I was on the, I was on a phone to him for months before we had this face-to-face meeting for the first time. And he was great. I was a great account manager to him. He always, you know, got what he wanted. The, the reports were always on time and he had great service because I was so like eager to just make everything perfect for him. I was quite new into the job. And, um, and I remember walking, he came to the office at one point and walked into the meeting and I don't know if this is just like a female thing or whether it was my age. Cause I was quite young when I, um, got a you job. You still are quite young. And I still am quite young. <laughs> I was going to say you didn't age no. considerably. <laughs> but I'm still, and I'm, I'm still quite young, but particularly young when I started at OMG, I was 20, um, and already taking on massive clients, one of them being this guy who ran a project management company. I'm not going to name names or whatever. Um, but he, yeah, stepped into the meeting and my general manager was sitting on the table and so was the SEO account manager, also male. And my client stepped, I opened the door for to the meeting room for my client and he just walked straight past me. And I was like, hi, like, I'm Caroline, walked straight past me. I sat down at the table and anyway, the meeting, the meeting happened and it went really well from my standpoint and from my general manager's standpoint and my SEO consultant standpoint. Did he speak to you? Did he speak to the two He males? spoke to me a little bit. Yeah, spoke to me a little bit, um, but not, not as much as we had done prior when yep. he was on the phone. And then after that meeting, he I followed it up and I followed him up you know, a few times after during that week. And then after a week, he emailed my general manager saying, I um, want to request someone more experienced, which like no fault of my own or fault of his. He's all has the, the right to re- request someone that has more experience. That's totally fine. And I didn't have a lot of experience. But in that situation, if I had done it again, I would have really dug deep and pulled out that business hard ass like 
personality, which I can do now. If I step into a meeting... So if you went back into that meeting now, yeah, how would you do things differently? Like before, did you sort of... You didn't take control of it? I would have read the situation a lot better, yeah. for sure. Um, I think for me, I tried to get a relationship with my clients by being the friendly, bubbly account manager and trying to build rapport that way. Whereas for him, it doesn't work that way. He wants someone that's there for business and... Yeah, it has that switch. And has that switch, yeah. 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 And so for me, if I was to do that again, I would have pulled out that part of my personality and been the hard ass and the assertive, this is what we're doing mentality type thing, you know? Nice. And so when I, was the last time you used that? Every day. Every day? I use this. I use this every day. I use this when I'm driving to work in the morning. So um, I'll ask You're a hard you ass on driving to work. No, when I'm prepping to go to work, right? So I have these friends that go to work and they just don't show up in that business mentality that I wish that I did when I was in that last situation that I had with that meeting. Um, and I've learned from that and now I do. So every morning I get into my business mentality mode while driving to work. And I need to do that because I want to show up at work and be the assertive one that has an opinion for everything and I know what I want and I'm there for business. Having an opinion for everything, is that always needed? Or do you just need to, or do you need to talk about like, you know what you want, let Mm. other people speak and then I guess differ from... I think, I think having an opinion for everything doesn't necessarily mean butting over people when they're trying to explain Mm -hmm. something. I think it's just that you want to be attentive to things. You You want to, you want to know what's going on. And so if someone asks you, what's your opinion of that? You've got one. Mm. And I think that's worked really well for you just talking about it because you have gone from an intern to online marketing account manager to heading up a, mm. you know, multi-million dollar company. So, yeah. you know, your words are valid and that's something that I want to let people know. It is valid and then she does do that every day and has taken, you know, a multi-million dollar company in the early teens, you know, hopefully to up near the 50 mil in the next two for years. Sure. You know, so that's, that's something for me, you know, even though I'm just here listening uh, I totally understand that. And I think when you're looking at that and, and you're talking about your friends and they don't have that drive, mm. I always put that down to where's the manager? Where's the boss? Where's the person that's inspiring these people? Where's the yeah. person that's coming? This is what I've learned. This is what I tra- taught you at online marketing. You know, I, unfortunately, we didn't work together as much because I left. But that's my teaching mentality is mm. I wanted to show you all my mistakes and I showed you all my mistakes. I showed you what you should do, show you what you shouldn't do. Yes, you might not agree with them. That's fine. But at least you know, okay, someone mm. else has done it like that. And I think what I've seen when I was working as an area manager for a multi-site, multi-million dollar company worldwide, mm. it's that there wasn't any process for people to succeed. It was really much about people we want you here to just work. We don't want you to grow. And there's always going to be, you know, that famous quote where it's like a CEO or COO, they're talking to each other. Mm. The CEO goes up to the person and goes, what happens if, you know, we train the staff and then they leave, right? The CEO sits back, you know, has a laugh. Yeah, good one, mate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> what happens if we don't train them and they stay? What's so going to happen then? Yeah. Your company doesn't go anywhere. Put fruit into these labors there's some great people out there that are doing some great things and they keep getting promised the world and then nothing that happened to you that Mm. happened to me that's happened to me multiple times yeah do you know what i mean and i think that's something that we've got to look at is it's not necessarily the millennials or the people 
you know, younger than us. People get promoted to a position where they're incompetent. Mm. You being a great salesperson doesn't mean you're going to be a great manager. But what's the next step? Yeah, but I think I'm, I'm taking a step back from that and I'm holding myself accountable to <clears throat> reading a situation and reading a manager and adjusting to that situation to better myself. Of course. So I was just talking like, about your friends. A hundred percent. I yeah. don't know the context of what exactly. their work and what the situation is with that. But for me, if I was there and in that, like, like I can't put myself in that situation. But <clears throat> for me... It's two two way street, I guess, yeah. is what we're trying to say. It's a hundred percent a yeah. two way street, but I think just trying and do the best best that you can to show up as the best that you can be. So that's that's what I wanted to to talk about today and teach you guys what I do. Um, so every day I'm driving to work for about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, ridiculous. <laughs> it is wasting so ridiculous. money. Oh my god. But I mean, I'm looking for a place that's closer to work. But at the moment, it's about three hours out of my day that I take driving to and from work. It's crazy. Um, but it does give me a lot of time to listen to podcasts and think and chat but you to don't people know the names of. that I you don't can't know the names share with of. people. I will one day share with everyone <laughs> when I can These write them podcasts. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, so I have this time in the morning to really try and elevate myself to show up at work as the best employee that I can possibly be. And I mean, they're really funny things that I do, but they work for me. Um, so I am a very futuristic thinking person. We did, uh, we did one of these tests in my old work to, to kind of figure out who we'd work best with and how we'd, how we'd work and all that stuff. But I found it really interesting because my top trait was futuristic which means that I can see the, the future as clearly as a painting on a wall. I'm always striving to get to that place. And I've, it's never really crossed my mind that I won't ever not be in that place that I see myself in 10 years. Like if I'm not, I mean, that really sucks because that's all I can see myself <laughs> in, you know, the, the, the place I'm in in 10 years, that's all I can see where I'm going. So every decision I make is kind of based on where I see myself in, in 10 years. And the funny things I do in the morning to get ready for work is I will, uh, <laughs> you're going to laugh at me for this, oh my God. So in 10 years time, I will be able to afford a sports car and how I'm going to get to afford a sports car is be really good at work. So anyway, I drive to work and I pretend that I'm driving in a sports car and that to me just like gets me in the mindset of, yes, I've made it. Yes, I am boss at my job and I'll do really well today. That's one of the ways I get into it. Um, another way I get into the mindset of being a successful marketer, because that's what I want to be at work, is that I pretend that I'm being interviewed for a panel and I'll pretend to ask myself marketing questions and I'll pretend to speak in front of a panel in my car driving to work. So that's another thing I do. I pretend to interview myself on a panel, whether that's because I have a very successful business or because I am a marketing extraordinaire, who knows? but it depends on the panel of the day. Have you ever it? like uh, got stuck with a question? <laughs> I have. I've actually sat there being like, I just need to take a moment to think about that and then get back to them, you know? Audience can wait for some quality content. <laughs> okay, wonderful. For sure. Um, so I do that. I also listen to podcasts. That's a pretty normal thing to do to get into the G up of something. Um, 
And that's that are some ways that I, I get to work. Oh, um, another thing. <laughs> that's some ways you get to work. Sorry. That, and that are some ways that I can... That I can um, elevate my personality for work. My business personality for work. And that are some ways that I can elevate my business personality for work. Uh, another thing, actually, that I forgot to mention was my mom has this great quote she's always told me and she always says dress for the position you want not for the position you have and that's a really good thing to do every single day if you're in an office job or working in a in a in a small business is dress for the position you want because if anyone's gonna if your boss is looking at someone to raise or is considering you for a a higher position and you don't a promotion and you don't look like you could be a manager or be in charge of someone why would they want to promote you if you look like you've just got out of bed and gone to work i mean not that not to say that i don't do that every so often i've worn on boots to work for sure but majority of the time you want to look like you can manage people and i feel like appearances is unfortunately definitely a part of that would you agree yeah i would hmm. See. See. See, senior. Uh, so can you talk us take us back and talk about the vision boards? Yeah. So um so also so on the back of my de- like behind me up from my desk I have this vision board and my boss actually told me that I should put this up because it helps with your visualization and she's all about um starts with M I forgot the word manifestation and inviting things into your life and so my vision board is really like sorry i'm like got air coming up excuse me um so my vision board is really about uh physical things uh unfortunately but it's like my porsche a really nice house um in that's in double bay i've got a dog on there i really want a dog um what else is on there oh so i have this image that i found of this woman in a magazine and she's sitting on a chair in like this super cool white tux and white suit and she's sitting there with her hand like this and she and i've i've printed out a photo of my face and i've stuck it on her (laughs) because i was like you know what i'm gonna envision myself sitting in a white suit one day just like have made i've just made it taylor made yeah, through TaylorMade, one of my, also another business idea. Um, and I can just see myself, yeah, sitting on that chair looking like a boss. I think that'd be cool. So those are some ways that I get into um, my business mindset. I think the business one's really important to really get into the mindset of someone who owns their shit at work. It's so important. If you want, If you really want to succeed, you have to. You have to get into that mindset and you have to be a boss at work and you have to be more than your age. I get told so much at work that I'm way beyond my maturity years as a 22-year-old just because it's the way I hold myself. I hold myself differently. I talk differently. Um, I put forward lots of ideas. Yeah. I think that's my advice for, for today, guys. What do I do? Yeah. I guess for me, it's really about preparing. Yeah. Like sitting down visualizing what I want to know, knowing the facts that I want to know. And that's sort of what I learned through teaching and through online marketing is if I'm going to teach a class, you never it's never going to run smoothly. But I need to know that I know the content and if something goes wrong, then, you know, you can learn on the fly. Mm. And for me, that's worked throughout, you know, hospitality, 
you know, if you need to jump in as a manager, as an operations manager and work behind the bar, it shouldn't be any questions asked. It should just be done. It shouldn't be leaving people there to do it themselves, mm. customers getting angry. Um, and I just try and really understand if I know my stuff, I, I don't really try and talk too much about it. I want to understand from, I guess, what I do now is a bit of consulting and, and software development is understand why people need my help. Understand what advice that they need because sometimes they don't know what they need. Mm. Right? We don't know what we don't know. So to hear them and where they actually want to go, I just provide them with ideas and go, hey, how about this? How about that? Will that really work? So, you know, for a plumber, for, ex- for instance, mm. he wants to be exposed more to people within his area. But his website's not up to scratch. Mm. So I spoke to him. I go, we need to make sure that your website and what you do is seen through the website, whether it's through videos, whether it's through content, whether it's through the layout. People need to know what you do before they trust you. Yes, they've seen your trucks everywhere, but we need to make sure that we can actually present a good website and then I can market it. And I think a lot of people do it the opposite way where they've got a website, they just want to market, get content for marketing, push people to the website, and then what happens? Hmm. They drop you off. have to know your leads for sure. Exactly. And I think, you know, especially for a plumber, they might not know how marketing works. And that's where it took me a lot of time to sit down with them, understand exactly what they wanted, you know, because if there was a call out, they might charge $250. That $250 is, yeah, up front. But that longevity, if you do a good mm. thing, you know, that could be thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. over the years if it's just around the corner, which is what I help people with mm. and help developers with help people with their marketing social media whatever they sort of need that's what we sort of go through Mm. so for me putting on different hats and it's preparing what i need to know understanding the competition i guess for for what i'm doing at the moment and making sure that if i don't know something and, and something that i've taught you know some people that have asked is vulnerability if i don't know i don't know i'm not gonna lie but i'll make sure that i find out from someone one of the best tests um at at omg was um danny stop mentioning the company oh one of the best tests at our old work we we mentioned this a lot we've mentioned the name before no but then we cut it out anyway anyway one of the best tests at our old company was our old gm when i first started there was another girl that had started similar times as me and I remember he walked upstairs and he just, he loved to test people. That was just a part of his personality. But he walked upstairs and he was like, <clears throat> girls, what's content marketing? And straight away I was like, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I felt so bad. I was like, I have no idea. And my friend was like, oh, it's, I think it has something to do with this and something to do with, with that. And he was like, you failed, Carolyn, passed. And I was like, what? I had no idea what it was. She did way better answer than I that I did was and that he old said mate? old mate and um and he was like and then he said you know what though as an account manager you don't always have to be right but be vulnerable it's okay not to know some stuff but be upfront about it you're gonna sound more stupid if you're sitting there trying to explain an answer that you don't know the answer to so I totally I totally appreciate that yeah wonderful it's been a good lesson too actually that's another lesson for you guys if you're at work and you don't know something don't try and explain some gibberish answer that you really don't know the answer to. Just say you don't know. It's okay not to know. People don't expect you to know everything. Yeah. So, yeah, to, I mean, to wrap it up, uh, I mean, I, today was really directed at all the younglings that are going into business and really need to show up 
and switch their mindset to wanting to want that higher job and to be striving for that. And and hope that helps some people. Yeah. I know from the last podcast where we talk about the five second rule that we did have some really good feedback where one person wanted to go for a run, a 9K run. She got up, she counted to five and did it. So, you nice. know, just to help that sort of one person and, and she's been running, I think, every day since. So congratulations. Um, and we hope, you know, one person each episode finds something that's useful for them and go from there. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It really helps. Uh, And share it with someone who you think might want to listen to this or just enjoy to join the community. We love to hear from you guys and we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. That we did have some really good feedback where one person wanted to go for a run, 9K run. She got up, she counted to five and did it. So, you know, just to help that sort of one person and and she's been running, I think, every day since. So congratulations. Um, And we hope, you know, one person each episode finds something that's useful for them and go from there. Hmm. Cool. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five star rating. It really helps. Uh, And share it with someone who you think might want to listen to this or just enjoy it join the community. We love to hear from you guys and we'll see you next week. Thank you guys. Bye.